0: Welcome back to the InfoRescence Podcast. My name is Brie and I'm the host. Um, You may see me looking down at my screen a few times, but that is because I have some information that I want to make sure is as uh, correct as possible. Um, I don't want to be saying anything on here that um, isn't uh, true. Um, So before getting into the topic of the episode, I just want to take a second. Um, to thank everyone who tuned in to last week's episode. It was such a short introduction episode, but um, I've received an overwhelmingly amount of support and I'm so grateful for it. So again, thank you to anyone who took time out of their day to watch on YouTube, listen on Spotify. Um, You can always find new episodes every Thursday on those platforms. Um, But now to get into the topic of this week's episode, It may be a little bit heavy of a conversation for some people, so I just want to make sure I say that before actually getting into the full topic. Um, It is going to be a discussion on uh, race, ethnical, and cultural identities, and um, more specifically, um, how and why we call America a melting pot and um, reasons why we should change that uh, metaphor to something else. I think this. Uh, episode is going to be kind of like on point to some of the discussions going on right now in the United States and one of those definitely is um, you know because the Met Gala uh, was Monday um, there's so many conversations going on right now about like but what even is America like what defines America what does America look like Um, and it is it's really such a loose uh, a, a loose theme that were seeing people at the Met Gala and a lot of they were like well what does this have to do with the theme and it's kind of like well it has to do with the theme because it's how they're dressing it's how they're presenting themselves it's uh it's it's who they are it's how they feel comfortable coming out and uh it's how they feel the most beautiful and the most themselves in a way and that's the beauty of America and what America is um and like this metaphor doesn't allow for that to happen um, when we use it as like our specific lens of how to uh, think about and look at you know like American culture whatever that is. Um, so yeah I mean I'm sure we're all aware of this idea that people call America a melting pot and it makes some sense but when we actually think about it when we break it down uh, we get to see that there are so many more negative implications to that metaphor than there are positive, and a lot of that has to do with um, timing and, you know, history, um, which, not to bore anyone, but just to break it down a little bit in a historical context, um, the term originated in 1908, um, and during that time, there was abundance of uh, European immigration coming to the United States um, and a playwright whose name is Israel Zangwill. hopefully I'm saying that correctly, um, had a play titled The Melting Pot. Um, and I was unable to really find too much information about what the play was about and the storyline of it. But uh, we know that the one thing that really stood out um, is this title, The Melting Pot, and essentially the main theme of the play, and the reason why the term is still used, is because the idea behind the play was to um, infer that immigrants coming to United States from Europe could f- transform or merge into becoming American, um, and it's it kind of not directly but in a way reminds me of a conversation um in a documentary uh it's called the color of fear um it's from 1994 so even that's slightly outdated um and the color of fear um it's a it's a documentary that discusses race and cultural differences um and in it a white man um, says that he essentially believes that everyone um is the same everybody's an american Um, And we should basically just all act like it, meaning like equal opportunity, but um, not really recognizing the discrimination and the challenges that are faced um, by um, his diverse counterparts, also who are in the room with him, who are a part of the film. And saying that diminishes the severity of everything that they're facing. It's kind of like um, you wouldn't have to face that if you just acted like an American type of ordeal. And that's what the the metaphor reminds me of. We're kind of saying you can come to the United States um, and your culture will kind of just like melt in to everyone else's and we you will become an American. So you have to fit like certain, I mean, think about it. In a melting pot, everything that comes out of a melting pot looks exactly the same. You don't really have bits and pieces of different cultures in there because they all melt to one. And basically what it's melting into is American culture, which um, is a very uh, wide, broad term. Um, but yeah, it's that that's just what it reminds me of. That's uh, something that came to mind for me when I'm thinking about like... What does it mean when people say you can be transformed into an American? I definitely recommend the film to anybody who's interested in, uh, you know, participating or hearing about heavy and deep emotional connections to racial discrimination and uh, the challenges uh, that come into play with privilege. Um, so, yeah, I, def- I would definitely, I think you can find it on YouTube. And if I'm not mistaken, it's also on one of the streaming sites. Um, it was something I had to watch in undergrad um, and graduate school, actually. Um, but it, it's, it's very eye-opening. It uh, really highlights uh, privilege and discussions of racial discrimination. So if, you, if that's something that you're interested in, I definitely, definitely recommend taking a look at that. But back to the metaphor itself, it's simply outdated, extremely outdated. I mean, the country changes daily in my opinion. We have uh, emerging cultures. We have um, like emerging identities. Every, the country is never stagnant. There's always some sort of shift happening. So it's ever-changing. And I think that the metaphor that we use to describe American culture should also be ever-changing. So there's no reason why we should be continuing to use a metaphor from 1908 when referring to American culture in 2021. It's over 100 years old. And when we look at ideals and ideologies from that time, um, they absolutely don't fit now. And I don't understand why that term is still used today if, you know, um, and, and by people who are younger. And it's because around that term is like this cushion of it means good, it means well. Um, But when you really look into it, um, there are some um, harmful insinuations to calling it a melting pot. In my opinion, it only ever fit 1908 America because we're talking about the idea of white privilege and the ability to blend in for white European immigrants. Think about it. Segregation, it didn't end until 1964. So who are we talking about from 1908 to 1964 are uh, people who appear um, like they fit into the white America. You know, this American dream, the American dream is built off of white privilege. Um, so, you know, like who are we really talking about in this melting pot? Also, like not to mention Latin American Uh, Immigration really only started to take off between 1960 and like the early 2000s. So, not even Latin Americans were included in this melting pot mythology. So, like the only people that were really included in this metaphor are essentially people who came to America and appeared in a physical sense to fit what people um, labeled as American, you know, like working class, white men, women, you know, still at this time didn't have the right to vote. It, it's just, I don't know how much more I can emphasize uh, like how outdated it is. But beyond being outdated, um, it's just extremely harmful. And I think it always has been. But yeah, I mean, simply put, it insinuates that every culture and every ethnicity in the United States merge and become one And it takes away from the importance of individualism that makes Americans American. It's like saying immigrants in America need to assimilate to fit in. And to even label yourself as an American, you have to come into this like unrealistic, really undefined American culture that is based off of the privilege given to you from the color of your skin, and um, it just it doesn't celebrate those cultural and ethical differences that are so important. While we're on the topic of uh, cultural and ethical differences, like cultural assimilation is basically when minority groups or cultures uh, begin to resemble the majority culture, um, and they assume those values and the behaviors and the beliefs of the group, sometimes fully and sometimes partially. But for the sake of this discussion, um, I'm referring to more of a conformity type of assimilation, um, something that resembles more like conforming to uh, American ideals or whatever, again, whatever people label as American ideals um, in order to fit in and get by and not have to face the challenges that people face Um, in the United States for appearing different or being different, having different culture. The ideology of, um, you know, blending in kind of goes two ways in um, inhibiting uh, microaggressions. And the first way is uh, pretty simple to say, but more complex to explain, is that um, when you're not blending in, you're uh, standing out. And when you stand out, it allows for, um, you know, I don't want to say small-minded, but I'm going to say small-minded people to um, come up with these stereotypes, um, and you know, it it kind of uh, embraces this hierarchy that, um, in my opinion, shouldn't exist. Uh, and and the other uh, side to inhibiting microaggressions is that um, if you are blending in, your Uh, what people are calling whitewashed Um, and you know that the term of like oh you you speak well you speak very well Um, or like asking somebody where they're from when they're born in America but they don't look like the white you know American that we associate as you know Americans don't look one way, and I'm sorry to break that to some people. You are not American just because you're white. You are American because you live here, because you work here, because you have family here, and you're embraced in in, in you know the vast and very diverse culture that America is. But if you don't appear to fit that white American figure and presence, then you are you're othered, and that's and it's it's sickening to to think about and to talk about that's kind of what is underlying this metaphor um is that like if you're not blending in, not fitting in then you're standing out and if you're standing out um I can call you out and even if you are blending in there are going to be some parts of you like physical appearance that can still be called out and And it does not allow people to embrace their culture culture outside of like what society says is an American. So your your differences are looked at as they're kind of uh, highlighted in negative ways rather than positive ways of this is what America is because everyone um, is so different. And I think with good intention, people still use the metaphor of being a melting pot, but it is it holds much more of a derogatory meaning. Um, and it may seem like it's embracing and supporting, you know, the majority, the the diverse people who live in the country, but it's, it's not. It's kind of implying that, like, the shedding or melting away of heritage basically needs to take place in order to fit the label of being an American. And with that being said, uh, it's become an outdated ideology, which I've said already a few times but definitely outdated um especially for american culture um and instead of looking at it that way you know we talk about how america in one hand is this melting pot and the other hand is like great because everybody can be themselves like it's a free country but like who's free is is the question and that's you know that's a whole other conversation it has a lot to do with privilege um and it's just it's hard to um kind of hone in on like one specific piece to this metaphor because it is so harmful in like a whole that sitting here being like oh well it's wrong because xyz brings out like okay x a b and c and then like (laughs) y a b and c and z a b and c so there's just it's so much it's it's a lot to unpack there's a lot there there's a lot to unfold in the layers of like what that actually means but i just want to highlight um you know how harmful uh referring to uh you know american culture as that and, and it's also recognized in education um there is a movement to take away this melting pot met, uh, metaphor and instead use the term of like a salad bowl um and it's referring you know like salads are mixed together but they're not it's not necessarily one entity like yes uh, it's a salad but inside a salad you have different pieces that don't become one they're all its individual piece kind of like you can you can highlight the differences and you can appreciate the differences in a salad rather than in a melting pot everything looks the same everything becomes one Um, and I definitely think that's a great step in an awesome direction Um, and I just think metaphors in general can be, can be difficult. And instead of calling it anything, we should just call it the diverse and multicultural country that it is. Um, And really, you know, uplift differences and uh, the cultures that live here and the people that live here and not have it be a hierarchy. Um, You know, looking at The census uh, data from 2020, um, America is literally the most diverse and the most multiracial that it's ever been. And it's really projected to only become more diverse. I think we definitely owe it to ourselves to stop using the term and just really call America the multicultural place that it is. And I think, um, you know, multiculturalism to me is important. Um, It's very ingrained in the education that I've had and you know defining multiculturalism is literally defining america it's uh the presence or support of the presence of distinct ethnical and cultural groups um that are not the majority and that fit within a society um or you know even the majority it's just every cultural and ethnical group that all makes uh american society what it is and um Inter- me learning about multicultural is more in terms on how to work um with a multicultural lens which I've carried on with me beyond my work and I hope to share um uh, in that like looking at the world in a multicultural lens you're just basically not turning away from like ethnical and cultural differences having an impact on who someone is and what makes them uh who they are and what makes them so important as who they are. Um, And a lot of people um, are kind of afraid to embrace their culture because of uh, this idea that, like, if you're different, you're going to stand out too much. Some people embrace it and stand out and do an awesome job of representing who they are. Um, I think on that same note, like, we can't expect to represent... um, wide group of people because even within a culture people are different and that's something that i'm uh, personally very intrigued in is uh, multiple identities and how they interlap and um, you know the differences within cultures because of the subgroups of culture and everything Um, but basically what i'm trying to say is that yes you can essentially represent your culture but kind of looking at it the opposite way is that your culture represents you and it makes you who you are and all your different cultures and when I say culture I don't just mean where you're from or where your ancestors are from but also like where you grew up where you went to school the people around you the groups that uh, you know raised you everything that kind of makes you you I think for me like yes I'm American I grew up here and everything but I was so emerged in Portuguese culture growing up that um, you know like I carry that now into my adulthood embracing that Portuguese culture has uh, made me who I am but I cannot stand up and represent um, the entirety of like what Portuguese American culture is because I'm very different than almost everyone I know that also holds the same identity that I do but that's really just to say like the only person you can truly represent is yourself and, um, allowing you to represent yourself means like really taking in all those different pieces of like who or what, uh, has strengthened your personality and not shying away from stepping outside of like the box that you're kind of put in at some point in your life to embrace more parts of who you are and allowing that culture embrace who you are. Um, and like, I mean, until I was, uh, 16, my sexuality didn't uh, become a part of my personality. And since, you know, I think from like 16 to about 18 or so, like it was almost my whole personality because it was so new and I was um, really trying to get into it and I was trying to explore it. Um, And that was awesome because that's what I had for those two years. And then I went to college and then the college became a part of my personality and who I was and what I was learning was having a huge impact on me. And then From undergrad went to graduate school and there again you know and even the culture of living in uh, America and the world in general when there is a pandemic that changes who you are that has a big impact on who you are and that's also a piece of culture like American culture has changed because you walk outside and um, at least half of the population that you're walking across is wearing a mask which is brand new for a lot of us Um, it may be you know that COVID started in 2020, but it's still very new. It's only been, you know, a year and a half or two years. It's changing America and America will continue to change. And that's not something that we can uh, shy away from. But going right back to the metaphor and like why this, you know, instead of like rambling on, I want to explain like what I, the connection between it. And it's basically that like, you don't not there's not one thing when you scoop into a melting pot everything looks exactly the same and that is not where america is we're all very different uh we are who we are because of the cultures around us and if we are kind of like shying away from those cultures or shying away from the opportunity to indulge in like a new culture without cultural appropriation everyone then we're not allowing ourselves to uh really meet our full potential which is exactly the theme of almost every single one of these podcast episodes Um, and even though this one might not be on like a more of a personal level basically what I want to do here is just end on a note that um, really highlights that we should throw away this metaphor that um, inhibits this hierarchy that allows for this hierarchy to exist and that hierarchy is how Americans should be, how they should look, um, you know, like, what American culture is, and, like, having a specific uh, definition for it, Um, and really just embrace the fact that there are so many amazingly different people in the United States, and there is no better way to um, describe American culture than to talk about how diverse it is and you know how there are so many different people cultures ethnicities and practices here and how they're all so important to who we are we all give and take from society we are all formed by by society um, both by the society of the united states and the society of our cultures and everything with that being said we also need to recognize the challenges and the difficulties of other people in this country who cannot get by or blend in to what is still held as this uh, white American privilege, which is again another conversation that I can have a whole episode on, and maybe uh, soon I will, and hopefully with a guest who can really um, talk about it a little bit more from a different perspective than mine. Privilege is is huge here, and Privileges would allow for this metaphor to even, you know, exist, and I just I I strongly believe that um, assimilation, um, while sometimes can be good, um, can also really hinder someone reaching their full unapologetic potential. For anyone watching on YouTube, I'm so sorry for the dramatic change of image quality with all that being said i just want to end on a little bit of a happier note a little bit of a better note um and every week i'm going to be sharing um some stuff on instagram so if you were on my instagram account this week you may have seen that i posted about journaling and why i recommend journaling the benefits of journaling um and in that post i had down gratitudes and i had um goals and aspirations and um you know the ability to explore creative expression um and a few other things. The ending of every episode for the week is going to be based on what I share. If you remember last week, I talked a little bit about the post that I had done last week and I'm going to keep doing that. That's going to be a little bit of a theme. So this week I posted about journaling, kind of just want to talk a little bit about a gratitude that I have um, that I have acknowledged for this week. um, And that is that my permit process is up and running very, very smoothly after a few weeks of uh, very stressful um, back and forth with getting some paperwork in that was expected to be in weeks before it got in, almost about three months without, uh, you know, really knowing what was going on. And it was very stressful and it has kept me out of work. But it is back and running and we are getting there. And I am just uh just very grateful for the opportunity to, you know, like do this kind of work um and to finally get started with all of it. If you like to share gratitudes with me for the week and I will keep this as a weekly activity for anyone who listens, um, I will be posting on Instagram somewhere where you can tell me in the comments something you're grateful for uh for this week or this month or today, however you or whatever you want to share. Um, and it will change every week. It'll always be something different, hopefully. Um, You know, we might repeat some themes, but uh, for the most part, I'm hoping that I can get uh, a little bit creative with what I do at the end of every episode and what I post every week. But again, quick thank you, everyone who's listening today um, and everyone who listened last week and everyone who uh, plans to listen in the future. Thank you so much. And I will see you all and talk to you all next Thursday. (music) Thank <music>